Hello, and welcome to your Pointers for Parents podcast, where we support parents with anxiety related to teens transitioning out of the home after high school, whether heading off to the college campus, the military base, or simply residential interdependence. Listen, you all already know I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Lloyd, and joining us today is the 50 plus body coach who is a pro age visionary and I am so excited she's here. Listen, her name is Sherry Faust Smith and I absolutely must tell you a little bit about her. First and foremost, listen, she challenges society's stale stereotype on aging and ignites a revolution of empowerment for modern day women in their fabulous 50s and beyond. Sherry guides her clients on a journey of self-love and discovery. Her teaching empowers her clients to tap into their sensuality, embracing their bodies with unapologetic confidence. She unleashes her energy through her easy-to-learn methods, unlocking deeper intimacy and releasing the beliefs that having uh, that have a stifled sex lives. Uh, she's on a mission to inspire and empower women 50 plus to smash through societal barriers on age by embracing their feminine brilliance. Listen, Sherry, I am so excited you're here. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. This is incredible to be talking about uh, kids who are leaving the nest and what happens to us after that happens. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yes. It, I, I just love the whole, the whole mission, the whole journey, if you will. So listen, before we jump in and just talk about, yeah, just uh, what you do, how you work, all of those different types of things through uh, some of the questions I'll ask you. Tell me just a little bit about yourself. More specifically, certainly there are at least about three people uh, in your life who have had the largest impact. Can you think of at least three, Sherry? I can, yes. Uh, the first one who is really dear to me it is my Aunt Nin. And as all of us in our teens, you know, we're going through struggles and tribulations and all those things. And I was really struggling when I was 16 years old and felt that my parents weren't really hearing me. And I think a lot of teenagers feel that we kind of become invisible. Um, we're, we may be struggling with um, just certain aspects. It could be school. It could be dating. It could be friends. Our bodies are changing. We have the pimples and the hair may not be in style. And I remember I was just really um, kind of depressed and didn't know where to turn. And I remember my aunt coming up to me at a family function and she said, I just want you to know that I will always be here for you without judgment. Mm -hmm. You know, you can share things with me that will remain safe. And to know that she saw me instead of just passing me up because people think that teenagers just do teenage stuff and really acknowledged that I'm a person, you know, I'm not just a teenager, I'm a person. And to have my feelings validated helped me see that we can have somebody in our life that we can rely on and we can depend on. And 
to this day, she and I have that special relationship that I know that I can call her up if I'm struggling and uh, she really sees me and values me. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So that was like somebody that really impacted me at 16. And then my next person is my amazing son. Um, When he was three years old, I left his father, my ex-husband, who had been abusing me for years. And he and I are survivors and we have this incredible bond. This is why it's so uh, passionate for me to, to be on this podcast with you because he's my only child. And when he went off to college, it left a hole in my heart because we had such an amazing relationship. You know, we, we had to learn how to live life. We kind of grew up together and he's 27 now and proposed to his girlfriend last year at Niagara Falls and they're eloping to Hawaii next year. And I know some of the viewer, the listeners are going to kind of gasp at that of thinking, well, my gosh, I want to be at my child's wedding and how can you be okay with them eloping? And for me, I want to honor and, you know, honor their wishes and support them because this is their decision. Mm-hmm. It may not be my decision or my wish, but as parents, sometimes we have to, you know, allow our children to do their thing. And when they see that we are um, appreciating them and loving them and supporting them, then in turn, your relationship becomes even stronger with them. Mm-hmm. I love uh, that. And the third one, of course, is my my incredible husband, Craig. Uh, you know, he's been a, a support system to me as I've healed those parts of me that were broken uh, after suffering the abuse from my ex. And, you know, one of the many things I love about him is how accepting of me he was when we began dating and I shared that I was a single mom. And he always wanted to include Justin and has been this role model that just extends the ends of earth. He, um, you know, he loves me unconditionally and loves Justin unconditionally. And, you know, we kind of went through the, um, the emptiness together. And it's funny because as hard as it was on me, I think I had accepted the fact that Justin was leaving and Craig, it was, it was more difficult for him. Um, I don't know if it was that male bonding that they had over watching football together or whatever it was, but, you know, he really struggled. So I think that, you know, not only do moms go through this, fathers do too. You know, they do, it leaves a hole for them as well. I think moms just are, um, we're a little more open about it. And I think the fathers hide it. I think you're so right about that. We are more expressive and fathers do feel it as well, although they may be a little bit more reserved with their emotions. I I can totally appreciate that. And I I also think it's interesting because sometimes, well, more than not, when teens or young adults go and elope, usually you hear about it after the fact. But your conversation and you're speaking to it about the elope getting ready to happen next year. I think that's so interesting and insightful all at the same time and that you're able to speak about it with a sense of joy and it's their decision. And I'm just here to to be inspired by their journey and it's all going to be okay. And so I love that. I love that. 
Thank you. That is so amazing. So tell me this. So now, as you know, uh, many teens, they did uh, last month in August, they left home. So their mothers and fathers, and you just alluded to this moment ago, um, whether the uh, adults, whether the parents are married or unmarried, there is a sense of emptiness or this unforeseen loneliness um, that is happening now that, again, was unforeseen. You know, it possibly was not necessarily expected to this full degree uh, because the teens were at home. Tell me this, how can mothers become like re-energized and, and their energy be reignited, um, which really can help them enter the next phase or stage, stage of life with confidence? Yeah, I think one of the things we have to remember is that we've taken a back seat mm -hmm. during the parenting years and we're feeling lost. It's so natural to feel like, you know, what happens next? I remember when Justin left for college and I was sitting downstairs and I expected to hear his footsteps come down the steps. Mm -hmm. It was just an automatic, where is he? What's he doing? And I was thinking, gosh, what, what does that mean for me now? Like, where do I turn? It was my only child. And it's this self-reflection, you know, mm -hmm. it's time to really reflect on your journey as a mother or father and the accomplishments you've achieved. And mm -hmm. some of these are re reconnecting with your hobbies. I was working with a woman who wanted to find her joy again after her children left the nest. And as we talked, I found out she loves rescue animals. So she found a horse rescue and then she decided to apply for a part-time teaching assistant mm -hmm. and she found her joy again. Wow. So it's reconnecting with <clears throat> something that you really enjoy, whether it's joining a club or classes or a group that interests you where you can build this support network. Mm -hmm. And I know that we, you know, we always talk about this, right? It's self-care. Mm -hmm. We, it's so important, but we just don't do it. And this is the perfect time to take care of your physical and mental well-being. You're listening to Your Pointers for Parents podcast, where we support parents with anxiety as it relates to teens transitioning out of the home after high school. To get additional tips tossed and or gems dropped, subscribe to our weekly emails by clicking on the link below. Now back to your Pointers for Parents podcast. Um, this could include, you know, regular exercise, healthy eating, sufficient sleep. Now, women over 50, like myself, we're struggling with the sleeping and the exercise. Um, so it's, you know, what would, what would help you relax? You know, maybe it's yoga or meditation to reduce the stress. Another really important thing is building connections and socializing. If you're going to sit in your home, watching TV, worrying about what your children are doing, you're going to become depressed mm -hmm. because now you're exerting all that negative energy into what if, why, why aren't they calling? What are they doing? I want to text them. Why aren't they texting back? So it's important to strengthen your current friendships and mm. make an effort to build new connections with people who share similar interests. And as you and I just spoke, we just moved. 
into a new home, a new area. And I'm looking forward to making connections with my neighbors, see what they're all about and go out to dinner and create something new and exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe you're a traveler or maybe you haven't traveled since your children were young. This is a great opportunity to plan a trip by yourself, with friends, with your partner, whatever that is to kind of broaden your horizons and create memorable moments. And, um, you know, one thing too, it's okay to reach out to either a counselor, a therapist, a support group, if you really are struggling with this, because sometimes, you know, if you don't know where to turn, you don't want to dump your feelings onto your children. And if you have an outlet, whether it's a friend or a counselor, therapist, coach, whatever you decide to choose, um, it is a great opportunity at that time where you can share your emotions and, and get the support uh, that you need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. And, and it's interesting because as you were talking and even giving ideas and, and, um, and sharing, you know, maybe even some of the things that you've done. I mean, you're looking forward to meeting your neighbors, which I think that that will like probably be the easiest thing for you, Sherry. You're so personable. You're, you're, I mean, and you're, you're just like engaged in life and just fulfilling your purpose during your journey. And I so watch you. I, I love like listening to you and just watching you in action. It's, it's awesome. You know, before we get to that point, what I know for sure is that some mothers or even probably some fathers there's some like self-talk that happens before we get to that point unfortunately and and whether it's the um maybe it's the degrading self-talk as it relates to themselves maybe it could be maybe even their own limiting beliefs like for instance i mean you know i'm it's it so appears easy peasy for you to begin to connecting with your neighbors and all of that and even me um however there's some who maybe i don't know maybe have more reserved personalities and which i've tried i've i've tried to have a reserved personality myself but you know it just it just listen it didn't work for me but but for some it is and and that's them and 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 we love them as well so how can mothers fathers disturb that negative self-talk and those limiting beliefs uh, that encourage them um can encourage a less than favorable image of themselves because it, it comes from within it does and i'm married to an introvert and i'm an extrovert mm-hmm. and so uh craig actually like the difference between us when justin went to college craig held his feelings in and didn't want to share them. And I was very vocal. And it was, you know, hey, I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling overwhelmed. And he would just watch TV. So one thing that he did was mindfulness, that he practiced these meditations that helped him identify how he was feeling and recognizing those thoughts and telling himself that, this is going to be okay. He didn't, he's just not an out. He's, he just does not share uh, how he feels. And this was such a beautiful way of him able to just quiet his mind, think about how he's feeling, 
share that with himself. Um, and for me, it was talking about it and mm-hmm. understanding that it's okay to feel how I feel. Right. And so for him, it was inward. For me, it was outward. And I think that a huge thing is these positive affirmations mm. and creating a list for parents. We, uh, our minds automatically go to, I'm not a good mom or dad because they haven't texted me back in two minutes. It's been 60 seconds since I left them a voicemail. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I invited them to come home this weekend and they have plans. We automatically think, oh, they don't love us. That's it. They moved out and that's what's going to happen next. So it's the positive affirmation. Instead of saying, I'm not a good mom because we can counteract that with, I raised an independent kid who was learning and growing without me. That is okay. And I'm proud of me for doing a great job and proud of them for being capable of being on their own. It's changing those thoughts because we have done a great job. Our children are thriving. It's just we're so used to being there to monitor everything they do. And if they, you know, think about when they were a kid, they fell down, scraped their knee. We were there with a back team. We were taking care of it. We can't always do that. And those negative self-talk can tell us that, oh, great, I'm now less than or not worthy of because my child is gone. And it's, you know, restructuring some of those negative thought patterns, too, by replacing the irrational thoughts with Mm -hmm. more balanced and positive ones and, um, you know, breaking down those negative thoughts into um, you know, these components that we can analyze objectively and, and put them in a place where um, we can like see them, like I can't think of a better word, but acknowledging that, hey, this is a negative thought when we need to change it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, I don't think it's as easy as, you know, we're talking about, oh, you just change that negative into a positive, but it's practice, right? It's mm-hmm. saying it over and over again. And a huge thing for me was surrounding myself with positivity. It's finding those people who will uplift you and encourage you and have this impact on your life where, you know, if you, if you're saying something that is negative, they can counteract that too with, Hey, you're a good person. You're a good mom. You're a good dad. You're doing a great job. This isn't easy. We're in this together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, it's really important to just have that, the positivity around you. I I totally, I could not agree more. Would you say, Sherry, that we really do have more control than we think of our thoughts? And like when that thought comes up, like really it can be immediately changed because it's either true or it's false. And if you say that negative thought, I mean, just as quickly as you thought it, it really can be changed. Like, yes, Yes, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's being aware of it, right? It's Mm -hmm. self-awareness. And if you have that negative thought, you can change it right away, but Mm -hmm. it's practice because I think that we can be so negative about things that we can go down that path, Mm -hmm. but you're right. If we think it, change it immediately. 
Absolutely. And you know, and that, that I really think is under the umbrella of emotional intelligence as well. So, you know, there's all types of ways where we really can, we can work on ourselves um, and really we'll be better for it. We'll be better for it. So listen, I, I have just really, oh my goodness, I've enjoyed this already. I've jotted down just valuable information that's good for me even. So I'm curious to know this. What, what final words of wisdom uh, do you have that you feel comfortable sharing with parents whose teens have left last month? And of course, now those kiddos are on the college campus and ah, which is exciting, yet we want to make sure that these parents are look up to speed and experiencing the joy, of course, that they can experience. Any final words? Yeah. So, you know, this is a great time to embrace change. Mm-hmm. You know, recognizing that change is a constant in our life. We can't, we can't change things that are happening, right? We're embracing this transition and it's an opportunity for growth, both for you and your children. Mm-hmm. And it's celebrating these achievements. It's taking a moment to celebrate your parenting achievements, right? Your guidance and your love that's really played a crucial role in shaping the individuals that your teens have become. And, um, you know, my, my biggest, um, tip here for parents is trusting their resilience. Mm-hmm. They've been equipped with the skills to adapt and overcome challenges and believe in their ability to navigate this new phase. You know, it's, it, we need to believe in our children. We've done a great job of raising them. And now we get to reap the rewards of them becoming incredible adults, human beings and living their best lives. Ah, oh, I love that. I love that. And so for those listeners who are hearing Sherry, and even if you have other children that are younger after your oldest one have gone off or the last one last month have gone off, listen, these are some good months to embrace these tips she have shared so that you can begin to develop yourself for your next teen's deployment. How about that? Develop yourself for your next teen's deployment. So listen, so some of my takeaways from this is look, everyone look needs an aunt name. That's, <laughs> and then with who, who does not judge. And so we need to, yes, embrace those relationships. Of course, she mentioned her aunt and then her uh, son and then also her hubby. So listen, let's value those essential relationships during our journey. And then also she mentioned meditation and affirmation. I just lean into that wholeheartedly because that's what that changes that thinking, of course. And when your thinking changes, of course, actions change as well. So I so, so appreciate that. Listen, how can our listeners get in contact with you, Sherry, if in fact they have further questions? Yeah, so they can find me on social media if you just type in my name. So it's C-H-E-R-I-E and F as in Frank, A-U-S as in Sally and Smith. So it's Sherry Fowl Smith. And if you're on Instagram or Facebook, and I actually have a TikTok account where I do dancing and all kinds of fun things just to, you know, lighten the mood a little (laughs) bit. Um, And you can you can contact me through uh, the social media. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm excited that if you have questions and you just want to, or maybe you're just kind of struggling and want to ask me how, how I've done it, you know, I'm not perfect, but 
Um, you know, I think my son is is thriving. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, I think your advice and just your journey is just invaluable. So thank you so very much, Sherry. And for our listeners, if you know of anyone else who needs to hear this podcast, uh, feel free to share with them. Uh, we're at Pointers for Parents Podcast. And if you all have any other questions and you need me to invite someone on, answer those questions, just please let me know. Other than that, I look forward to seeing you all or, or hearing from you all over the next week until our next podcast. And again, Sherry, thank you so much for being here. And who knows, we may even need to invite you back next year. So thank you. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Take care, everyone. Until next time. Bye. Pointers for Parents Podcast.